If you're looking to move out of your parents' place, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive, which is good because your little brother has gotten really territorial. You're blood-related. You'd think it would be fine to share food in the fridge. I mean, who writes their name on every individually wrapped slice of cheese, Tyler? Still, you've got to admire the commitment. So bundle your renter's and car insurance with Progressive and use the savings to help you move out and have all the cheese you want. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Yeah, we're gonna just try, Clark. We're just gonna try to have you today. So let's see, where are yeah. you? We got, got you back here. I'm gonna do this thing here, and Clark's about to join us in just a second, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and she will be with us in three, and two, and one. There she is. Okay, perfect. Okay, now it works. But I think I think it's the double Skype thing that's that's doing it. So, Clark, you're joining us here today. Why do you think? Why did you suggest that I shave my head? Uh, incorrect. Incorrect. Oh. Uh, I did not suggest that. Oh. I, in fact, was asking why men in this scenario feel like this is a good idea because it's not. <laughs> not They're, a big. My my mom sent it to me. My mom goes, "You should do it." No, she no. definitely didn't. There are so few men <laughs> who look the way they think they look with a shaved head. Oh. I just want to be very clear. You mean I don't look like Stone Cold Steve Austin when I shave my head? Mm-mm. No, no, right. no. I thought it's I more, especially if you keep that beard, it's more of a Walter White look. <laughs> <laughs> I am the one who knocks. It's true. I said to Clark, she was very nice. I said, well, because you guys heard me on yesterday's show. I said how much I hate this stupid thing, but I'm just letting it grow. And, um, and I asked Clark if she hated it as much as my wife does. And she said, no, but I'm not the one that has to live with it. So that's fair. It's a, fair, it's a fair assessment. Um, but Clark is going to be here today and help us with uh, with our lists. And you guys are going to also add your lists. Because what we will do, it's just going to, I unfortunately, once again, poor Kate, second time she's gotten all ready for the show and yeah. just, can't, just can't do it. Yeah, Clark. She said, she said she'll hang by if you want to call her later, if we want to like switch off, but otherwise just text her. Yeah, probably what, what we're going to have to do because it seems to be working fine right now with just you. I think that it's, it's the double Skype that, it, that just ain't cutting it. So fine by me. Um, so we were, we were, like I said before, I think that the thing that we wanted to do is there's so much, there's just crap for news right now. Uh, movie news and and the news in general is crap. Yes. So Brett, when Brett said the first time we went, when you said movie news is crap, and Brett said you should see the and but the real news. <laughs> yep. That that made me laugh out loud. I don't know if you could hear me. I think it was frozen, but yeah. that was well done. Well Do you, done. So are you but, doing the same thing? Are you are you tuning into the uh, to the news? Do you try to just stay away from it and just look for updates on Twitter because that's uh, what I do. No, I'm in it. Uh-oh. I'm in it. You guys know, I mean, like, we don't have to get into the, the nitty gritty here, but you guys know I'm pretty politically active yeah. and involved. And so, like, for instance, watching what's going on in Wisconsin right now, yeah. I mean, the, the, it's really important to stay engaged. However, it's also very upsetting. Yeah, I mean, that's, well, that's what I said to you before, because, like, so Clark and I, and for those who know or don't know, Clark and I are pretty uh, close, we're good friends, and, and I said to her, too, because I pay attention to Clark's Twitter, and and you can tell, like, you not, like, and everyone else is are you sh- struggling with this right now. Like, and I even said to Brett, Brett and I was starting, yeah, starting to get to me, starting to get to me, too. So it's like I said to Clark before we started, like, this, to me, streaming and, and talking to uh, the audience and cracking jokes, it's keeping me Somewhat sane. I don't know if I'll ever be sane, but somewhat sane. And um, I said to Clark, you know, if you, if you want to do this, if you want to just 
can just BS about whatever. And because I feel you just need to do that. And reach out. This, is, this is this is how we socialize right now. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of um, a Zoom happy hours and Skype happy hours and FaceTimes and um, playing like mafia with my friends on Saturday night. It was just maybe the nerdiest thing ever, but we've done it like every week for the last three or four weeks. And it, but it's been a really great way to connect and a really great way to to stay with people, you know. So so that's been nice. Uh, I think you know. I think my my mics are that should be better now. Uh, I think it was. I think I was echoing. I think I was echoing. So I, we've, we figured it out. Um, it's because all this, this, new, this new setup. So, yeah, everyone's, this audience is screaming at me that the, <laughs> that the echo is. Uh, echo, echo. I mean, it's better. I know. I got you. I got you. Uh, and, Brett, you're probably going to have an echo, too. Hey, let's try that yeah. out. Do I have an echo, you, guys? You, you do? No, you don't. I don't have an no, echo anymore, anymore. Go on. All right. Let's, let's get into this thing right, right off the bat here. Like I said to you. <laughs> There's guys, Kate. Hey, Kate. Oh, good. Like, <laughs> like I said to you. <laughs> like I said to you, we're going to be doing uh, We're going to be, you guys are really going to dictate the conversation because we are going to talk about our favorite movies and it, this could be everywhere. Like it could go all over the place. There's gonna be, I guarantee you, there's gonna be a favorite movie of mine that Clark hates. There's gonna be a, 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 a there's gonna be a movie, a favorite movie of Clark's that I probably have never seen. There's gonna be a favorite movie of Brett's that uh, everyone has seen, and he probably uh, just couldn't think of anything else, so he just brought up the most popular movie that he could think of. And then there's gonna be you guys. You guys are gonna um, again. If you want us in the middle of something. If you want to interrupt us with the Schmobot, please do so. Go to streamlabs.com slash the Schmodown and uh, interrupt us today. Get us uh, get us talking about your favorite movie. Tell us why you like the movie. Give us a list. If you can't do a Schmobot, then go on over to streamlabs.com slash the Schmodown and put your list, and we'll get to it when it's that portion of the show. But I want to, uh, ladies first, I want to let Clark start off here, and if there's any particular movie, Clark, that you have, uh, you've always thought near and dear, if someone said to you right away, what's your favorite movie? And you can only answer one what 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 pops into your head well so i do have to answer this question quite frequently because just because of our line of work yeah. which is fine and uh so my answer kind of goes back and forth between labyrinth and wizard of oz nice sort ones. of tied for for first and of course these are my favorite movies not sometimes you have the overlap of of great movies and greatest, but these are my personal, you know, ones that are my go-tos. Yeah, and a lot of stuff goes into that, right? Like there's there's nostalgia into it. There's also how you felt when you saw it. There's the it's it's how how it how it holds up in your revisit, not anyone else's particular revisit, but your revisit. Uh, I love Labyrinth. If I was to make, I always wanted. I was. Ellis always breaks my chops about this because I, I for years I've been saying I wanted to make a, a top 100 of my favorite movies and based of exactly what Clark just said and I think Labyrinth would 100% be in my uh, 100 favorite movies so if I was going to put them in there because Ludo Friends Ludo Friends <laughs> you got Ludo him? Friends all over my apartment oh, I really do I love like, Ludo that's become a thing that my friends have, have started doing is they give me Ludos in various forms so. I love Ludo I love Ludo. I love him so much. He's so great. And then I, uh, it's, there was something about that movie. And it's the first time you'd ever seen Jennifer Connelly. Um, and then everybody jokes about David Bowie's package makes its debut also. Um, <laughs> but it's, uh, it, it was, and I'll tell you, I saw that movie. It was, it was a 1986. That movie came out, Clark. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was, I, I guess hey, I would. Played Shenma three for five hours on Sunday. Takes place in 1987 rural China and is super relaxing. 
made me completely forget about the world's problems. Check it out, everyone. It's a really unique game and really old school. Well, thank you, All Might. I'll have to do that. Thank you for the great, yeah, great recommendation. Absolutely. So thank you for that. Um, but yeah, so I remember seeing that movie. I was pretty young. And that opening scene when, you know, because she's such a brat in the beginning of it, and that's kind of the point of the movie. And and then Toby gets gets taken. Um, and the gremlin, the, the the trolls, right? They, they're, no, they're goblins. Goblins. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The no, Goblin King. I know. The, I know. I was I was so proud of myself for remembering all the movie. The Goblin King, of course. <laughs> Jared, the, the Goblin King. Um, but so the goblins uh, come in, and they're pretty creepy, those goblins. I love them. Of course I do. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's like always the answer for my love of horror. Where did that come from? And the truth is that the gateway were those 80s fantasy movies. There are scary elements in The NeverEnding Story and Labyrinth and Beetlejuice and Willow and Legend and all, you know, all of them. Um, even The Wizard of Oz. Like yeah. there's some legit scary horror moments in both of the both Labyrinth and Wizard of Oz. And that for me is what I think is is in what is indicative is like if you watch both of those movies you go oh yeah i right. this is everything that clark loves just like rolled into one yeah and the music's fantastic too i still oh. listen to the power of the babe listen, yeah. magic dance right is that what it's called yeah yeah so yeah. I, I i remember i taught vivian my oldest i don't know if she can remember it now but when she was like i might have even sent you the video clark when she was like four you did. yeah and she she remembered all of the words and sang the whole damn thing and i love that song um are they gonna remake that movie they talked about it right so I think the latest is that um, there there are being projects that are being written within the Labyrinth universe, yeah. but I would find it very hard to believe, especially in a world of, you know, s sequels or prequels or side movies or universe building. Like, I can't imagine anyone recasting Jareth. Yeah. Um, so, so I, and by the way, as a lifelong diehard labyrinth fan i would love to return to the world of the labyrinth yeah. i just don't think we need to a side quest is totally fine like we don't need to redo the first one you know i agree with you and that's that's always been my argument with like when people talk about back to the future i don't ever think like when, when people talk about and we can just kind of jump into that because that's definitely one of my favorite movies is back to the future but when you um People have always talked about doing a remake, and I go, "Don't talk, don't do a remake." Hey, Roaring Mudge, Mudge is what brings us together today. Mudge, that was arrangement that dream wife and a dream and love, <laughs> true love will fail. Are you fail Ava? So wow. pleasure you love. That was Princess really good. Bride. Okay, you know, That's well, very imp impressive. Very impressive. You know, let's let's sway away from Back to the Future. We'll come back to it in just a second, and we'll and we'll pivot towards uh, Princess Bride. Would you put Princess Bride in in your favorites, Clark? Yep, it's in my top ten for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Brett, are you a big Princess Bride guy or what? Uh, Princess Bride, yes, yes, yeah. my, that is on uh, my top one thousand. Uh, <laughs> top one thousand. Like, you're like, hey, pick pick your favorite movies, and then you start going through, and it's just like, what? There's so many. Hell? I know. How yeah. do you guys do this stuff? Uh, well, look, this is the good news for you. Is it like you? Because this is where I'm going to call you out because you always talk about, oh, you know, guys, you know, I used to watch movies before I had a family. You know, yeah. So, so tell me the movies you saw before your family. Oh, well, here's my quick. Well, not list. yet. Not yet. Splash. We're gonna, well, can we? <laughs> That's it. Splash, right? All right, so here's a little splash for you. Hey, Roaring. So, um, I'm ready. Yeah, well, no. So going into Princess Bride, to surprising no one, especially not surprising Clark here, the reason I saw Princess Bride when I was, uh, when I was like 88, that movie came out, I, uh, I saw it because of Andre the Giant. 
I was a mm-hmm. I was a big wrestling guy. He was a bad guy at the time when he made the movie, so I was I was I was confused of how mm-hmm. Andre the Giant could be a, a good giant inside of the inside of this movie. Um, but I went and I saw it. Rob Reiner directs this movie. It is, and I didn't even know at the time, based off a book. Um, it is a very very it's a it is a near perfect film. It is a near perfect film. I, you know, so if for any of our viewers watching right now, especially if you find yourself with time on your hands, um, the, the Princess Bride, the novel, The Princess Bride is almost like the director's cut of the movie. They are so perfectly, they're perfect companions and yet you can read the book and there's so much more uh, that that you would never see coming. There's so much more, you know, you get to actually spend time with Domingo Montoya. Yeah. Um, you get to experience cool. that story of, of Count Rugen stealing the sword from him. Like it is such beautiful writing. It is hilarious writing and um any and the movie is a perfect adaptation of the book i need to read that book because i bonnie would love it christian you would truly love it i'm sure i would bonnie somerville that's her favorite movie and she has been trying to get me to read the book for a long time and i and i i've i'm a massive fan of the film i love the film i think it's rob reiner that and stand by me are my two favorite rob reiner films Mm -hmm. and i think that um Princess Bride, I'll go back and I'll, I'll that more so than even Stand by Me, I'll rewatch and I've seen it so many times. I've watched it recently, and I think that's that's what I was talking about before, as far as revisiting. And how how often do you did you do you watch uh, Labyrinth? At least once a year, yeah. I would say yeah. at least. I mean, I, it's one of those things though. I have it memorized, so right. with a lot of these, <laughs> these are comfort foods, you know. I mean, like I, I think I watch Princess Bride once a year. Like all, pretty much everything on my list, I will revisit when I feel like I need to, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you shown Princess Bride to your girls? Uh, not to the youngest. The youngest is still. She couldn't. She's two and a half. She couldn't even handle Toy Story the other day. She like, yeah. Sid scared yeah. the shit out of her. So we're, we're not gonna. We're not gonna show her uh, yet. I think. You know what's funny is that Vivian hasn't finished um, watching it, and we. And I. I think it was. It wasn't because she wasn't interested in it. She was interested in it. But I think what happened at the time is that my youngest was really was was super little, and she woke up in the middle of her nap, and we just stopped, and we never went back to it. She. She loved the Goonies. Showed her the Goonies. Mm-hmm. We just watched Back to the Future with her the other day, which again, I guess now we can try to transition into that. And um, <laughs> and she um, she she loved it. She loved Back to the Future. So I will try to get her to watch um, Princess Bride again. But yeah, go ahead. I, I will. I will say that when I was a little girl, because my dad and I would watch Princess Bride often. And um, when I was a little girl, the end, the the last act of the Princess Bride, if you're showing it to a kid, the last act is not the adventure it's not the the snappy part you know storming the castle is like fine but it's not it's all the emotional payoff yeah it's telling humberding to fuck off it's inigo getting his moment but that's for kid like that that's for the grown-ups you know what i mean yep it's it's it is absolutely like the grown for for the grown ups part of it because even even when um you know the the fight at the end it's like there's it's it, it's bloody it, you know there's there's yeah. there's a lot going on and it is for that I think that's why it plays so well I think that it plays for both adults and for kids and I mean it's one of the most quotable movies of all time. Can I tell you a quick story? I'm sure. sorry. I feel like Brett. I'm talking so much and. I'm sorry. You're I think guest. that the fans would prefer that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, so recently, you know, 
Hey there, Jaguar and Tolfton Penis. <clears throat> Keep up the great work you guys do and stay safe all. Much love from Norway. So, Clark, in case you're wondering, wait, what did they say? Um, so we, we play this clip from Splash, and Splash will probably appear somewhere on, on this conversation today. And this was, Have you ever seen Splash? Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is, this is the, the classic clip from, uh, from John Candy. Hey, Roaring. Jaguar and Tolfton in Tom's Penis. Which we've been playing. So that's what that was. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so please continue. So, well, what I was going to say is that, so I've watched The Princess Bride a million times and uh, in a million different parts of my life. But recently, within the last year or two, I saw it at um, The Egyptian. Okay. And so I saw it in a big theater and I saw it from start to finish, no distractions. And um, I realized how perfectly the movie plays. Meaning like, of course, I can have my favorite parts at during different parts of my life as a kid, as an adult, as someone in love, as someone not in love, whatever. Right. But watching it on the big screen uninterrupted with a full house, I was Whoa. like, oh, yeah, this is this is perfect. There is not it, it's it just it's so good. It just plays. It's, it's, it just plays. It really is like Rob Reiner's masterpiece. It really it, it, it truly it truly is. Um, so. All right, Brett. So you're you're on the clock here, buddy. You want to no. talk? You want to talk about it? Something in particular? Movie Rob Reiner, classic masterpiece. Uh, um, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Well, my brain just went. Um, um, <laughs> a movie. <laughs> Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap. So what do you love? All right. So, so tell me about Spinal Tap. Why do you love? Why do you love Spinal? Tap? Talk about quotable. That's just one. I mean, just hey, Roaring. Oh, yeah. Just wanted to chime, chime, chime in here and say Casablanca. It's a perfect film. The acting, story, cinematography. It's a complete package. Some people say it's boring, but I say they don't know shit. I think you're right, Dagan. I, I would also say that to me, sorry, Brett, you got cut off by Dagan. Hey. Uh, Casablanca is Casablanca. Casablanca's. <laughs> the old Casablanca is one of my favorite uh, old school movies all time. And I remember what I did. This is this is years ago, but my wife and I took a uh, took the film projector, and we played it. We we moved everything off. We, we put curtains all over the window, made it dark like an old school movie theater, and we. we Blasted the uh, Castle Blank off the off the the walls and watched it right, and it was, it was just I think it was like Valentine's Day or something. That movie is like the all time romantic film. I love I love Castle Blank. That's great great call great call. Clark, how about yourself? Are you a Castle Blank fan? I am. I am more later in life. Um, like came to it and appreciated it more as an adult. But I have to say, like there are a handful of movies that are old movies that you you watch now and and can appreciate not because they're classics or because you have to or because you're supposed to there are some movies that just stand the test of time and yeah. and i would argue that the performances and the comedy there's so much comedy in these like you know what i mean yeah. like casablanca is funny humphrey bogart is funny absolutely like so you know, yes, I'm a I'm a fan. It's it. it that's another one that's really really. Uh, I like to revisit. Uh, I haven't revisited in a little bit, but I do. I do like revisiting that movie. It's probably it's probably my favorite classic. Um, well, not not including Wizard of Oz. I know you mentioned Wizard of Oz also. I mean, I can't yeah. even tell you how many times I've seen Wizard of Oz. Um, and that's another movie that I think that's one I can't get my my oldest to watch. I'm trying so really? she, she. You know what happened is that. When she was a little younger, like witches terrified her. 
Um, and even even Tangled, when she watched Tangled, where the witch isn't even that scary in that, she was she it just left a bad taste in her mouth, and she won't she wouldn't watch it. And the same thing with Wizard of Oz. She had my wife had told her a while ago there was a witch in it, and she done she didn't want to watch it. And that's carried over. She still mm. will not watch it. I can't get her to watch that movie for for the life of me. I'm trying. Hard. Tell her witches, there's a good witch witches in there. Be yeah. crazy. Witches be crazy. That's yeah. right. Um, all right, Brett, go but ahead. You're right. There is a good witch. Brett's right. Yeah, yeah there is. Lula. But I, yeah, I th- well, I'm I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna try. I think what I'm gonna do is just. What about Hocus Pocus? Isn't that more playful? Oh, now nah, they're trying yeah. to eat people. I, I love Hocus Pocus. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but I, I gotta I gotta see what I can do. Uh, but w- tell me about Spinal Tap. Why do you, Why do you love it so much? Is that a movie that inspired That's you? That's just one. Go. I just remember just quoting so much, just all the time, and doing the you know uh, when they're standing at the grave and. Um, I can't even think of the damn song right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are they singing? And the, no, you pitch you a little higher. Yeah, if you know lower, you're not doing it right. <laughs> when did you see? So when did you, Rob Rob Reiner directed that as well? Yeah, yeah. So I when, think that was, I had to, and a lot of Rob Reiner love here. Well, no, that's I just went off of your yeah. I just went off your thing. Yeah, but this one goes to eleven. You know, stuff yeah. like that. Just just uh, and them them the scene of them walking and trying to find the stage. I've been in theaters like and worked in theaters before where it's like that where it's just a, a labyrinth, if you will, yes. trying to get to the damn stage. Um, just lots of fun things. I went to a Smashing Pumpkins concert one time, and yeah. they had on the billboard, it said, um, puppet show with Smashing Pumpkins, and that was an homage to Spinal, Spinal Tap, Tap because they they um, opened up for a puppet yeah, show. Yeah, it was yeah, one yeah. of their gigs. You know? That's funny. Yeah, see, so that, and that, it's funny, like Spinal Tap for me, it's one of those movies where everybody, especially a lot of my comedian friends, Love Spinal Tap. I never got into it. I never got into it. I I, I prefer um like Best in Show for out of those types of movies. Mm. Yeah, but, Waiting for Guffman. Yeah, is yeah. W- w- I mean that's definitely. I don't know if I would put. I might put Guffman up um above right. Spinal but Tap. Christopher now. Guest did Spinal Tap though, didn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. He, no, he's in Spinal. Oh, yes, he didn't direct. Yes, he didn't direct. Right. Rob Reiner no, directed no, Spinal Rob Tap. Reiner right. 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 So, uh, but but Christopher Guest did Best in Show, and I think that that to me. It, it's just a funny. I, I think Parker Posey is out of control funny in that movie, like so funny in that movie, and um and so and Fred Ward and and just, there's so so much like I can't remember Jane Lynch was the first time I really got to to know her. I thought that's one of the that 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 was that type of style that I enjoyed just a little bit more. In Spinal Did Tap. Did you watch Waiting for Guffman or no? no? Oh, so you have to see Waiting for Guffman. That one's got and Parker oh, Posey's in that too. That, oh, who's in that? Um, uh, Parker Posey. Parker Posey. All, all of them. Yeah, Everybody, all of them. same crew. Uh, the yeah. Shit's Creek uh, fella. Okay. okay. Uh, Dan Levy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, I'm sorry. Um, uh, Dan is the Dan's the no. That's David. Yeah, Dan. Damn. Eugene. Eugene Levy. Oh, Eugene Levy. Catherine O'Hara. Eugene Levy. You know, it's yeah. it's the same. It's that okay. it's that Second City uh, or not? Se- yeah, Second City uh, uh, crew. Well, Eugene Levy, by the way, as much as we talk about uh, Splash, we don't give him the love that he deserves for Splash. What a week I'm having! It's such a great performance, and the, like in the beginning, he's just ah, just me and the moron twins. Well, we're not twins. Um, and uh, I want to I want to shift a little bit and go a little. We're talking comedies and fantasies. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna shift to sci-fi. Uh, sci-fi. I say horror. I would say sci-fi horror is what I would say. This next movie, and that's uh, Terminator, the original Terminator. Oh yeah. Um, I am always in the minority when I say it. It is my favorite Terminator film. Um, mm-hmm. It was one of the first movies that I, one of the first rated R films that I had ever seen as a kid. And I remember my my friend, my my late friend Brian Cashia. 
he 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 said, "You got to watch this movie. This is a crazy, crazy movie," and it was a crazy, crazy movie. And I remember watching it and just being so blown away by the um, the story and the characters, and I was scared, and Arnold was terrifying throughout this whole entire thing, and I thought Linda Hamilton, and I don't think Linda Hamilton for that movie gets enough credit either. She always gets credit for Judgment Day, and she's obviously, from the second that movie starts, she's this bad, the second one that is, she's this badass who you know has to fight and, and protect her son and all that, but the first movie is the transition of seeing the survivor and the warrior that she really is when she's pushed with her back against the wall. And I think that, you know, a lot of times when she gets to that end after Reese dies, it's like, she's, she does all that shit on her own. She does all that stuff with your terminated motherfucker, like all that stuff that she does. You see Sarah Connor come out. It's like the, the evolution of the Sarah Connor you fall in love with. I, I it's one of my favorites all time. Clark, are you a Terminator fan? I am. I mean, I'm not like uh, I, I'm not as as passionate about it as I think some people yeah. are. The franchise is just it's uh, I think it is influential and very important in terms of film history. Yeah. And I think they're great movies. But like in terms of my personal favorites, I wouldn't necessarily reach for those. Yeah. But um, I have a I have I feel the same way as you, Christian. Like I love Judgment Day, but you can't get to Judgment Day without the Terminator. And it's the same with Godfather two. You can't get to Godfather two without the Godfather. You can't get to aliens without alien. Like you have to have Please make Clark explain her irrational hate for Spider-Man (laughs) two. Oh, do you, the Sam Raimi one? Yeah. Okay. I hate that movie. All right. Listen, here, here's the thing. I don't, I don't think it sucks. I don't think it's as good as everyone says it is. Um, it's not. I, Sam, and you're a big Sam Raimi fan too, right? Of course, right. Of course. So my thing with that movie is when it came out, I thought it was one of the one of the better superhero movies that it, that had come out when it came out. If you go back and revisit that movie, it is incredibly cheesy. It is incredible. It, it it does not work in the way that like it works for like a '90s, like a late '90s type of uh, movie. Even though it was the early 2000s, but it feels like a '90s, like late '90s movie. It is not the best Spider-Man movie. People always, I think that Into the Spider-Verse is hands down the best Spider-Man movie ever made. Um, but no, I've never been. I've never been like a massive fan. I think there's a lot of cheesiness that that happens in the movie. I know it's blasphemy, blasphemy to say, but you you really hate the movie though. I mean, I think it's. I just think it's as as someone I know says, garbage. Um, <laughs> but but here's the thing. Like, uh, so to your point, I love Sam Raimi's first Spider-Man movie. Uh, not only within the context of where it came in the superhero world, but for what it is. I think it's fun. It's an adventure. Um, you know, and, and I think it all really works. And, but to your point about cheesiness, you know, I don't know if I would, basically what I'm saying is I think the villains are on the level, um, the green goblin, Willem Dafoe's green goblin is on the level of, you know, Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker. They're all in the same movie, but I think that maybe my resistance to Spider-Man two comes from being told that it's, it's like a great movie by some means. And it's absolutely not. Yeah. Um, 
Well, that. yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I think that those movies. I, I, I will say though, even though I do think I like the second one better than the first one, but I understand what you're saying with as far as the how it presents itself. But we're here to talk about favorite movies. So that, that was that was my fault. I, 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 I brought. No, let's talk about the shit shows. Let's talk about the shit shows. It, it's not a shit show that no. one. But, uh, but anyway, sci-fi horror. Um, and then Clark, you got any uh, particular sci-fi, or I'm sure you got a ton of horror movies that you'd like to talk about. Anything in particular? Yeah, so um, it's funny because when I get asked about what my fa- my top ten or my top five, I always have I have two lists. I have a, a horror g- a genre list, and then I have like a non genre list. Right. Um, and uh, but one that I think is really scratches both the itch of sci fi and horror is uh, David Cronenberg's The Fly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it holds up. I mean, I, I just watched it in a theater two two years ago at the Egyptian again. And um, first of all, I love that it's like 90 minutes. I love that you just get in and go. Yep. Um, but, you know, the, the story is so powerful. The character arcs are so powerful. Those those makeup effects are obviously iconic. But it's it's so much more than just like Jeff Goldblum, like spitting up the goo at the right. end. Like right. it's. It's such a beautiful love story. And Gina Davis, G- like we don't talk about in terms of great actresses, how great Gina Davis is consistently right. in so many things. But she's wonderful in The Fly. She really is. And I always remember the arm wrestling scene. That's the one that always gets me. <laughs> yeah. I always remember that scene because as a kid and, and it's one of the first times I really remember remembering Jeff Goldblum, you know, and yeah, and where they were married for a while, too, aren't they? Those two. Yeah. Yes, yeah. they were a couple when they made that movie. That's what I yeah. thought. Um, good movie uh, remake, obviously. Uh, that's I don't. Mm-hmm. Do you? It was from the fifties, the original, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. And I've never gone from start to finish with the first fly, but yeah. they're very, very, very different movies. Just. In general, yeah, the uh, end of the original is one of the most ridiculously <laughs> wonderful things ever. Yeah, what what happened? It's it's, it's 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 a spider web, and it's it's a, it's I believe it's it's a a, a, a fly body with this person's head on it. Help me! Oh yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Oh, oh god, I remember. Yeah, that one was a tough one to get through because I was like, I gotta try this. This is a guy. I gotta get through this. And those some of those older ones, you know, are hard to get through. Yeah, some of them are hard to get to for sure. But I think that, and again, it's a matter of a the uh, the time. Yes, the time. How you felt about it when you saw it, like, uh, and 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 even referencing what we were just talking about, Spider Man Two, right? There's somebody who who saw Spider Man Two and they were like nine ten years old and to them that's gonna that would yeah. make their list that would be that would be one of their movies um another movie for me like that was raiders of the lost ark raiders of the lost ark to me is one of my favorite spielberg movies and it broke my heart yesterday when i had to take uh, back to the future over oh, raiders right. of the lost ark when in that in that question um raiders is just to me the ultimate adventure movie and i know a lot of people usually pick the third movie um, the last crusade. Last crusade. Most people do. I do not. I Raiders to me is my it's it's my second favorite Spielberg movie all time, and um, I think that um, yeah, there's just something about Raiders of the Lost Ark, the introduction, because people also don't realize how. Hey, tr- Roaring, happy to see one of my absolute faves, Clark, on the show today. In no order, some of my favorite movies: Kickass, Sandlot, Scarface, Scott Pilgrim, Incredibles, Breakfast Club. Snatch, Pineapple Express, Superbad, and too many others to name. 
That's really all good ones. Yeah, we'll thanks for the money, but those all suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. That was a great list. This is a good list, uh, and we'll get to a lot of those. Those are, those are some those are some good ones there. I like that. Um, but we, yeah, we're, so Raiders of the Lost Ark, um, because it is very tricky to do, and it's and if you think about it, this is Han Solo. Mm-hmm. This is Han Solo coming off, and this is 1981 when this comes out. So, I believe I'm pretty sure 81. So you have at hey this Maureen, point. I love Predator. Can oh, watch it over and over. Me too. I'm a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. Yeah, that's the best line. That's a best line. He's Jesse Ventura crushes in that role. We'll talk about Predator for sure. 81. It was I'm, 81. I'm okay. On top of it. For All right. You. So 1981. So. At that point, Harrison Ford had already played uh, um, Han, Han Solo, Solo. twice. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, the best Star Wars movie of hey, all Ray, time. Oh, one more recommendation high. that yes. I just got called and drove to try out is My Hero Academia. What's that? Gives you a dose of positivity and inspiration. Plus, it's where I get my username. Oh. Great for kids, too, if you have to entertain them while teaching great values. Thank you, All Might. That's very nice. Thank you for these awesome recommendations you're giving us. Um, but it is very tough to be able to do that and let people now introduce you. It's one of the reasons he didn't want to cast him. He wanted to cast Tom Selleck was because that's Han Solo. Everyone's going to see Han Solo. And I understand the logic. But now what happened? You remembered him. He was able to just transition into that role so well. Love that movie. Love the idea. That, I, I mean, I also, I think, you know, someone who was a show that was very instrumental in helping my love for Raiders of the Lost Ark was Muppet Babies. Oh, really? You remember, yeah, Muppet, yeah. You remember Muppet Babies? Where they, they, used to, they used to have Kermit running around from that, run past that, that boulder. And I always remember um, those Raiders, yeah. In terms of Raiders, too, you know, one thing that I think we should always, or, or that I think makes that really special, especially with respect to, like, Harrison Ford's casting, yep. is... um. The fact that he's a straight up nerd in Raiders. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And and you know when you think about Harrison Ford before that, when you think about American Graffiti, uh, Harrison Ford, when you think about Han Solo, Harrison Ford, he is cool. You know what yeah, I mean? Yep. And so it is a testament to what Harrison Ford was able to bring to that character in the first movie, that playing the duality of like. He's a goofy, nerdy professor, he's, you know? He's a goofy, nerdy professor, and he's also a straight-up murderer. Yeah, well, yeah absolutely. <laughs> like, like, people... Like, that's that's why you got to give Spielberg credit, because when he... The, you see, in the middle of the market, the guy pulls his sword out and he yeah. just murders the guy <laughs> in the middle of the marketplace in front of everybody. And just like because because the story is that Harrison did, was too sick to fight that day, so he just murders the guy in the middle of the market, and they left it. And that was and you still That's because hilarious. of what, it's hilarious. And after what it is, so it is a great beat. It's a great beat, and it's one of those things where like, and I think like today George Lucas, if it was you know because I know he produced it and wrote it, but like, he would probably try to CGI that out. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you can't CGI that out. That's what makes you, him him. You've just given a great segue, if I may. Yes, please. Into my favorite Steven Spielberg movie, yes. which is Jaws. Great movie. It's it, yeah, it's, it's a great one, and you're representing Mark Riley here for sure with this. Um, <laughs> now the thing is with this movie, uh, it's another one that I think is an amazing movie when you think about everything that went into this movie and how it it was supposed to fail, but just everything just worked in its favor, even though it was a disaster of a shoot. Um, It's a, it's a classic movie. It's, 
it I think similar to what you were talking about before with Terminator Clark is that I appreciate the movie very much so. It just doesn't it's not one of my favorites. Yeah, it's in my top five yeah. for sure. I think it is exceptional in every way, especially thinking about the performances. That is what I like is that it's an it's a monster movie in some ways. It's an adventure in some ways, but it also is a very intense character piece. Yeah. You know, all three of these guys are are experiencing really big character arcs and um i just i think it's so impressive on so many levels it is i mean it really is and it 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 shaped and made uh steven spielberg's career i mean there's there's no doubt about it for for what he did and what he was able to do and it it started the legend of of spielberg and it's uh it's yeah i gotta say i'm I'm, like I'm more of an E.T. guy. Yeah. Um, uh, for some reason, Jaws, I mean, that came out a year after I was born. Um, so I don't know when you guys watched it, um, but I don't think I ever went to go. Like, I, I might have caught it on a cable channel at once at maybe still too young yeah. and never revisited it as an older man or young man. If yeah, you will. so you haven't revisited I don't, it at I all? haven't. Yeah, so oh. I'd have to check that you one again. check it out again. I, I think I remember, I remember clips in it, and that might be another one, Christian, yeah. where I've just seen clips outs of it and i've uh, never seen the film yeah i think you need to go see that one because ahead, highly Clark. highly recommend watch it from start to finish it is it is it is just so wonderful i need to watch it again too because i mean obviously being friends with with you and mark riley it's like it's and, and dan merle it's like it's the it's the end all be all film it's it's actually not my favorite spielberg movie though uh, my favorite spielberg movie is saving private ryan oh um mm. it's just a movie to me i remember seeing that movie 98 so that movie came out. I remember seeing it in Los Angeles. I was actually here for um, for the New York Film Academy. I was staying for this for this film school, New York Film Academy. It was based out of Los Angeles, uh, strangely enough. And I went to see that. And it was also the same year the year that uh, Lethal Weapon Four had come out. But I've seen both those movies, <laughs> and I saw Saving Private Ryan. And I just remember watching that opening scene of Normandy and just how intense it was and I I was I was anxious watching it and I felt like I was on the beach running with the soldiers and it was it was brutal but it was it was in a way that you you know it was it was still able to be graphic but respectful the music by John Williams like uh, it just it, overall like that entire scene and also a very underrated performance by Vin Diesel Vin Diesel, one of the first times you see him in that in in that in Spielberg's movie. So I, I'm they're, I, they're yeah. all great. Yeah. They're all truly great in that movie. So many underrated performances, I would argue. Yeah, me me too. Go ahead, Brent. Here's something. my Spielberg uh, uh, transition: Empire of the Sun. Oh yeah, you um, big I've fan seen there? that so many times, and I think what the I I'm, I'm I think I'm about the same age as Christian Bale. So when I, when I was watching the film, I was the same age as him, and okay. I felt like you know I was going through it with him. You know, it was like something I'm like, oh my god, what would I do in this situation? Right. Um, and that yeah, that's that's one I watched on heavy rotation, probably on the movie channel when they had it out. But like John was Malkovich in that. Oh, well, check that, that out. That was you. Go ahead. <laughs> so you were saying? Go ahead, Brent. Um, yeah, I mean, John Malkovich is yep. amazing in that one. Um, and a little trivia for you, Ben Stiller's first movie role was in that. He played a, is that true? Yeah. Wow, look at that. But, yeah, that's one I see, I've i seen a lot. I did not know that. Classic Bale. Yeah, those, are good. those are good ones. Um, all right, so, Clark, we uh, we covered a lot of Spielberg stuff. We covered, um, let's see, what we, we well, do you have Alien or Aliens in there? Nope. You don't have those in there. Okay. What? So what else? What, what's the next one on that you would? Uh, Why you do you hate to? those movies so 
I am literally in a documentary about aliens. So I did not hate that movie. Uh, if you're looking for something to watch, Memory of the Origins of Aliens, give it, or Alien, give it a watch. That's a good one. All right, so you have a so what's another one you can take us down a road, and then we're gonna start. Then then we're gonna get to some of the fans' um, suggestions. And once again, if you guys want to interject here, you can. You can either go to streamlabs.com slash the schmodown and interrupt with a robot, the way some people have been doing, and you can put in your um, my your answer like is this. a boring one, but it's gotta be Empire Strikes Back. I'm kind of biased because I'm a SW fan, but the movie has all the emotions for me. Good action, drama suspense and also funny i put it on when i want something in the background no you know it's my favorite movie all time it is my favorite movie all time i said that i think that the uh i think the princess bride is a near perfect movie i think the empire strikes hey, back Rang is a perfect movie saw inception this past weekend and it quickly has become one of my all-time favorite movies there's another person talking my language here but uh we'll stick with empire real quick uh empire strikes back Directed by Lawrence Kasdan, uh, not Lawrence Kasdan, excuse me, Erin Kirshner, uh, Erin Kirshner, and uh, almost got destroyed by the Star Wars fans there, Clark. Uh, but uh, <laughs> don't Lawrence, their no, rap is mighty. I know Lawrence Kasdan <laughs> wrote it. Um, so it, and it is, um, it is just a perfect, perfect movie. It's a great continuation from uh, the the Star Wars saga when it came out. The original came out in seventy seven. Empire followed up in eighty, um, and it was one of those movies, man. That just uh, it just captured it captured my imagination. It just did everything for me. It 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 was the characters were rich. It showed what a what a I think a, a blockbuster movie could do as far as development of character. That Shakespearean twist with with Darth Vader. I, I love it. Is it your favorite Star Wars movie, Clark? Yeah, I would yeah. say yes. I, I I will say because uh, and I don't want to derail this fucking conversation, yes. but um, <laughs> the more that I watch the Last Jedi, the more I really like it. Really? Um, yeah, I revisited it before I saw Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Um, I I enjoy uh, um, Force Awakens. Like it's such a great ride. It's so fun. Um, but I I once again I really really like. Last Jedi, but I would say that Empire is probably my yeah, yeah. still my favorite. Yeah. So that was a that was a good one. That was a good one there. So make sure make sure that you guys uh, head on over to streamlabs.com slash the schmodown Streamlab, streamlabs.com slash the schmodown you can interrupt the show with your favorite just like we just had just there or you can just ask questions and let us know some of your favorites and we'll talk about them and we'll uh, we'll get to as many as we can. But before we do that, also wanted to let you guys know I mentioned it yesterday. Everybody's inside. Everybody's, uh, you know, staying safe and and we and grocery shopping and all that. You you you're worried about it. How are you going to eat your food? I got a I got a good thing for you. And this is this is fun because from an early morning breakfast burrito, bottle of wine for movie night, you need what you need and you need it delivered fast. And that's where Postmates come in. Uh, Postmates has been very helpful for uh, myself and for the family and for uh, I'm talking to friends about it. And I, and I mentioned beforehand when I was at uh, Collider and I had to do all these schmodown matches in the middle of it, I'd call Postmates. And uh, if you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner when you're eating lunch. And I can't get enough of food so i love using postmates they deliver food from every restaurant i can think of right to my door postmates doesn't deliver just burgers and sushi they, they make my life easier with grocery delivery and whatever i can think of delivery too and you definitely need that now so mm. convenience store clothing stores you name it postmates does it 
No more trips to the store. No more late night fast food runs, and you don't have don't even have to worry about where to grab lunch anymore. Uh, I had somebody yesterday say, "You know what? Heard you guys talking about it. I was going to get some lunch, but said nope. Going to do Postmates. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android. Find your favorites and get anything you want delivered within the hour." Now, here's the thing. This is this this is the special limited thing that we are able to give to you guys right now for a limited time postmates is giving our listeners 100 dollars off a free delivery credit for the first seven days 100 bucks you get it to start the free deliveries you got to download the app and you you got to use the code sen live use the code sen live 100 off a free delivery credit with no minimum purchase for your first seven days when you download the postmates app anything you need anytime you need it postmate it do it. SEN Live. I'm telling you, it's going to make a big difference. Um, thank you to Postmates. And now we uh, we will move on over here, and we're going to start listening to the fans and start talking to the fans. Clark, do I have you until 12, or you got a, you got anything else to do? No. Okay, you got me until 12. Awesome. Um, okay, so let's start with House Heisenberg, who says some of my favorite movies of all time, and what we'll do is here we'll read some of these things off from these from uh, some of the fans, and we'll pick one or two, depending if we want to, and, and get into some of the kind of discussion that we've been doing so far. So, Brett, if you hear something in there, jump on it. Oh, I'm jumping. So some of the personal favorite movies of, all, of my all time, says House Heisenberg, Borat, The Dark Knight, Inception, The Perks of Being a Wallflower, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, The Wolf of Wall Street, Infinity War, Endgame, Wally. This guy hit a lot of mine inside of that. Oh, but yeah. Brett, anything that uh, anything that stands out for you, Brett? I'm I'm gonna go Wally. Really? Um, because I th- that one stuck out for me because a with the children. Hey, yeah. Arden, and oh, what yeah. are your favorite foreign films this decade? On top of my head, mine are a Separation, Victoria, The Skin I Live In, Incendies, Raw, Mother, Parasite. Well, this decade we just started, so yeah. uh, isn't really not. Uh, so that's so then. That's yeah. what you were saying just from from last year. From you got Sonic the Hedgehog, on, right? Yeah, from two thousand ten on, I would say because Raid the Raid came out at that point. I would say the Raid or Raid Two. Raid Two is probably my favorite. But uh, Clark, you got a favorite uh, foreign film that's come out? Of the last I gotta te- gotta tell you, from our Collider Nightmare days, uh, the audience, the fans were like, "You gotta watch Train to Busan. You gotta watch yeah. Train to Busan." And I was like. No, I'm sick of zombies. Never again. <laughs> no more zombies. And they were like, "No, Clark, no. It's so good." And I was like, "No." <laughs> that movie is amazing. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> I, I, I watched it and um, absolutely holds up to the hype. Um, just an incredible action film. Like, yeah. holy All right, cow! I gotta check that out. And emotionally, but... it's long. For yeah. the record, guys, um, and it is subtitles. Yeah. Um, but it is, boy, does it move and the acting and the storytelling. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, Ben Goddard I, swears it by it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Ben talks it about it all the time. Didn't somebody mention it yesterday? A fan? People, I feel like people talk about it all the time. I think yeah. they're, they're either, I think they're remaking it also. Or not remaking it. They're not remaking it. They're not remaking it. They're doing. There's like a loose sequel. Yes. Yes, that's what it is. Um, all right, so Brett, you were saying out of that uh, that list that you're talking about Wally. Well, yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't put them in, you know, all in the same no. genre, but I'm yeah. saying for me, for Wally, for for something that had no dialogue, 
yeah. for most of the film, the beginning, the, like just and and the emotion of and and watching that with my son as he's a small child. I mean, that one's one I could revisit That's that one, one over yeah. and over and over again. And I just think it's and it is uh, it's a beautiful message, and it also might be a glimpse into our future. At this point, it's true. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm already turning into those people at the end when it, when it came to that's that's all I'm doing right now. Yeah. Um. So let's. Uh. Anything else from that list? I mean, obviously, Inception for me. I. I. There's something about that movie oh, that yeah. I just can't. Is is Inception your favorite Chris Nolan movie? Yeah. It is. Uh. Then then the. You dark... want to guess what mine is? Prestige. Sure is. Yeah, I mm. figured that's, that is that is a. That is an absolute Park Wolf movie. <laughs> I always get too confused. There's Prestige and The Illusionist. Is that yeah. the two that yeah, I get? Yeah, 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 but his is yeah. Prestige. I liked them both. Prestige is a great movie, by the way. It's a great it's movie. so good. Mm-hmm. You know what's it's funny, though? So- I'm glad that yeah. I guessed that because and because that was the first thing, knowing you so well, that that was my first guess, and I was right. But if I, I, I might have second-guessed myself if Memento would have popped into my head. Mm. because I I've never made it from start to finish through really? Memento. Wow. Yeah. See, Memento is up there for me. Memento, I loved. I loved that you, movie. You want to know my second favorite Chris Nolan movie? Dark Knight? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. Do you hate The Dark Knight? I don't like it. Wow. Wow. See, but that one. That one yes, what do you got? Batman Begins. Mm. That's a great movie. That's a great movie. Just rewatched it. That is, the, that movie is excellent it's a great movie um i it is also remembered for being something that it is absolutely not it is such a fun ride it is an adventure it is not this like mean sad dark like no (laughs) it's not that it's it's such a great movie i gotta rewatch it it. i I do i do like it i i will say i'm uh i will we'll find ourselves in our first big disagreement here uh i think dark knight is one of the most brilliant uh, comic book movies all time um, but I, I I love that movie I love what Heath Ledger brought I love the story in general I'm bummed that, w- that we weren't able to see the continuation of what that uh, that story was supposed to be obviously from him living at the very end and where that was going to go into um, the, the third movie but um, yeah I, I God I love that movie but uh, but I will say that going back into Inception being my all-time favorite mm-hmm. uh, Nolan movie even though I and not not even the same thing. I do like Dunkirk. I do like uh, Interstellar. Um, but this is a movie, Inception, that I thought was so smart. And it was marketed so well because you didn't know what it was. You just knew it was a follow-up from the guy who just did The Dark Knight. That's all that they, that's all they were saying. And then this movie comes out in whatever, June or July. It comes out in the summertime where I remember seeing this movie. It was, it was during the summer of just stinker after stinker after stinker. And finally, Chris Nolan had given the audience a blockbuster film where he challenged you to be smart. He challenged you to watch it, pay attention to it, understand what was going on, listen to every detail, and not just watch things blow up. And I loved it. And when I, I had the opportunity to meet Hans Zimmer um, and I told him the same thing that everyone else tells him, and I knew it was the same thing, and I told him how much I love time, that track from from uh, Inception at the end. And he's like, never heard that before, but he was very, he was very sweet and he was very nice, but he's laughing about it. Um, it's just brilliant. It's a brilliant movie. Do you like Inception? Ah, breaking my heart. Man. I got to tell you something, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a DiCaprio fan. Okay. 
just don't care for it. No, and it, not even to him. <laughs> I, don't I don't care for this, yeah. whatever this is. Um, yeah, so so that's not for me. Okay. Just, but I, I would it. watch it again. I, I actually do have, because I just did this for DC Daily, which, by the way, for your audience watching, yes. DC Daily is up and running. We are doing DC Daily from home. If you are in the U.S., you can watch it for free. You don't oh. have to have an account. Um, oh. But uh, but anyway, uh, I just rewatched Batman Begins and The Dark Knight, and now I want to go back and revisit Inception. So I'll yeah. report back. Yeah, please do. And then, so the other one that I would, uh, yeah, well, we'll we'll talk we'll talk more. Oh, somebody actually put this in here. I think they might. Let me see. Oh yeah, he's got it in here anyway. House Heisenberg, uh, another one that Clark probably will not agree with me on because it does have Leonardo DiCaprio in it. Is Wolf of Wall Street? I thought that was a. I thought that was a. Did you like Wolf of Wall Street, Clark, or no? I gotta be honest with you. Yes. Um, I never saw it. <gasps> I I, feel, I never. Yeah. Go ahead. I never saw it on purpose. Yeah, I could see you either hating it and thinking it was the worst thing ever put on film, or actually, because I think there's two there's two sides of how you watch this movie, like. I can understand if people have the argument that they think that this guy is being glorified. I can understand if people see that when they watch the film. I did not take it as if they were glorifying him at all. I think he was portrayed as a disgusting individual. I think he was portrayed as a, a really rotten person who dicked over all these people. That yes, he got a lot of success success from doing what he did, but it's what happened. Um, I thought it was his. I thought it was his follow up to Goodfellas. Martin Scorsese. That is. It, it had a very similar feel and tone of the way that Goodfellas was uh, was presented on film. And I thought this movie did the same exact thing. Um, I thought Jonah Hill is fucking brilliant in this movie. But Jonah 100% Hill. Clark would not like it. I I, I got that. But I, I don't think it's something for someone I, so classy. I, I <laughs> yeah, well, but yeah, but Clark's got an edge. Clark's got an edge. I, 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 I Movies that I can trash. always throw yeah. into watch. Jaws, Princess Bride, yeah. The Big Lebowski, Jurassic Park, Predator, Warrior, Slapshot, Yojimbo, or A Fistful of Dollars for those who don't do black and white or subtitles. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, so Wolf of Wall Street's one that I would uh, I I I'd be curious to see what you thought. I I really be curious to see if you hate I, it or or or. What I might what I might do. So here's something about me: I will turn a movie off. Yeah, I'm not a completionist. I'm not one of those people who's like, "Well, I gotta finish it." No, it's too life's too short. Whatever. So I, I might give it like thirty minutes. Okay. And give, then give it know, thirty minutes. Like, uh, yeah, I might do that, but but there's a way to satirize that type of figure. Yeah. And I would argue that Martin Scorsese is not great at it. Well, then you're definitely not going to so, like it. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. again, I, it's just me. Yeah. No, no. It's it's not just you. There's a lot of people that feel that way. Yeah. Um, I just, I'm staring at the, the Blu-ray right now and I want to, I want to grab it off my shelf and watch it. Um, all right, let's get back into a couple more here. There's a lot of long lists. There's a lot of ones, man. Heisenberg, uh, again, says, what's a hot take you've had about a movie considered by most people to be a classic? Mine is that Silence of the Lambs is overrated, and it isn't even the best Hannibal movie. To me, Manhunter is better. Um, what's a, a, a classic movie that you find to be overrated or a hot take on one? I probably have to figure out... I probably have to figure out... Um, what that is uh you know what the, I, can yeah. go, I can go like majorly film school on you right now please go ahead uh i hate touch of evil which is orson welles 
uh, Charlton Heston playing a Mexican person, which is these are things it's famous yeah, for. Yeah, it's yeah. also famous for that very uh, the opening shot. Um, I hate Touch of Evil. I hate it. <laughs> I think it sucks. And um, I've watched it multiple times as an adult. And I'm like, I don't understand why people talk about this movie. I hate this movie. Did Bi- but Bibiani just woke up in a cold sweat somewhere. <laughs> I hate Touch of Evil. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Clark- I'm like Elaine with the English phases. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell your stupid story in the desert and just die. Oh, that yeah. reminds me. Yes. I also feel that way about Lawrence of Arabia. I do not care I need to for watch. Lawrence I need to watch. You know, I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I know. It. I mean, it's five hours, right? Something like that. I need to see that movie. Way too long. I, know, I, need- I think the Lawrence of Arabia should end at intermission. Yeah. And when I say that, I mean, there is a legitimate intermission. And I was like, this is the end of the movie. Character arc. We, we've done it. It's over. And right. then they're like, no, no, no. We got another hour here. And I'm like, stop. This right. is insane. Right. Um, all right, let's move on. Silly buffoon. Christian, this is a random question, but I was wondering, how do you get uh, SEN trademarked? Because Sony has a device called Sony Entertainment Network. Long before you started SEN, just wonder how that works. Well, it's also there's, it, it's it's a different it's it, it's a different thing because, for example, when World World Wrestling Federation and World Wildlife uh, Federation uh, had a it is very similar. Where there's no there's no no similarity in Schmodown uh, Entertainment. Uh, I don't know, it's, there's a it, it's it's a whole thing. I can't it's it, can't get into it right now, but it's a thing. David, uh, can we get the Wangers or any of the old crew to stream in when possible during the weekly Streamyards video? We miss Cody and and everyone else. Yes. Yeah, so look, we we mentioned this yesterday, and we're excited to re, re tell you guys once again that we're going to be doing a limited series. At the moment, it is going to be limited series, and it starts this Thursday. It's the Schmoes No Reunion Show. It's myself and Mark Ellis, and we're going to be having uh, classic guests call in and and talk, and that'll be um, this Thursday. We'll start at 8 p.m., so we'd love to have you guys join in. Yes, Clark. The prestige is amazing. 13 Assassins and Overlord are two of my favorites all time. The Kingdom of Heaven director's cut is beautiful. Dragon Ball Super Broly is infinitely rewatchable, especially since Goku, my goat character. So good ones. Um, oh, Overlord. I was surprised how much I liked Overlord. I wouldn't put it in my favorites, but I was surprised. Overlord rules. It's a great movie. Do you see Overlord? No, I don't think you gotta so. borrow it. It's dude. It's so it's on Amazon Prime. Is it on Prime? Okay, I saw that movie with. I remember because J.J. Abrams direct uh, uh, produced it, didn't he? Produced. He produced mm-hmm. it right. So I remember seeing that trailer and going, "What are we doing here?" Because I'm a World War II fan and i'm like this is gonna just make a mockery of this whole thing and it is done it it is great storytelling the first half of the movie is a legit world war ii movie and then it becomes batshit crazy and i love the batshit crazy about it can i tell you my uh my fuck nazis triple feature yes And it also does incorporate my uh my one of my top 10 favorite movies of all time so you start with uh, the Great Dictator. Okay. So you get, you know, you do because, and that is truly one of my favorite movies of all Charlie time. Charlie Chaplin, like, it's incredible. Charlie Chaplin's the Great Dictator. And then you go to Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. And then you, no, no, I, I flipped them. You start with Inglorious okay. Bastards, then you go into the Great Dictator, and then you close it out with Overlord. No, and I- like that is my. 
if I could do a, if I could program a fuck Nazis night. <laughs> That's a good that one. Would, would you, would you put over, you put overlord in your favorites? Uh, favorites of all time. No, yeah, but no. in my fuck Nazis trilogy. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. Um, okay. Let's see. Let's get back. Speaking of, so anyway, to answer your question, David, yeah, the wangers, we're going to try to get them in on the, uh, on the Shmo sh- um, show for sure. I want Brett's face says, Hey, Rod Reed. <laughs> Whenever you talk about shaving your head, Christian, I just have shave your head and go to sleep and uh, stuck in my head. Oh, the memories. Also, uh. I forgot you yesterday. Christian, any tips for growing facial hair? Stay safe, shitwads. Don't ask me. I, I, I this, this Any tips for growing facial hair? Yeah. Uh, just let it. Don't yeah. shave. Is yeah, that but, the number one tip? I think that that's what I mean. But I, as far as grooming goes, like this this thing, on, I, I don't know what's growing on my face. I don't it's, know. What it's this genetics. Is. You got it. Yeah. You got. You can either grow one or you can't. Yeah, I don't know. What and this it happens late. It happened later for me. How long yeah. does that take to grow that thing on your face? Um, God, I don't know. The last time I shaved it, everybody in my family hated me so much. Um, I don't know. It's it's it maybe three weeks. That's three weeks. Four weeks. I don't know what yeah. this is. Do you do you use a beard balm? Um, I have some of those things, but I don't, you know, conditioners and stuff, but then it just feels weird. I don't know. I, uh, I don't groom a lot. I, I mean, I like, I only hit this area. He does use manscape and I do a little bit of this. Oh yeah. I manscape, but not, uh, not this I part. Gotta, okay. I gotta tell you for your person that asked, I have, okay. Uh, this is a little weird, but I'm just go with me for a second. Go with it. Um, I have smooched. A handful of men who have beards. Okay. Okay. Yes. The last boyfriend I had also had a beard, and his was the only one that didn't shred my face. (laughs) And it is because he used a beard bomb. And I was endlessly grateful that he, like, put that into his beard because it, like, it was a... So, if you want more smooches... Yes. Mm -hmm. Make sure that it's nice and soft so that you don't shred your lady's face apart. That makes sense. Yeah, well, my, and there, there's trimming the mud. The, I, I, if I let this grow into my mouth, then I don't get the smooches. And I, it is fairly, it's pretty soft because of the length too. Yeah. It's not, you know, once you get to a certain length, it, it gets a little smoother. I, but yeah, I, oh. I can, I use actually conditioner when I'm in the I shower. Cu- I cut my sandwich from my beard yesterday. Damn. Yeah. It's like it is. It, Boom! Oh, this Katie. That's why your wife doesn't like it. <laughs> she, yeah, she. They. They. They just wanted. Like I don't. The two. The two and a half year old was like yesterday. Like uh, enamored by it. She didn't know what was going on. She's like. She's like. What is that? She's like, and I'm. And I was like. Yeah, it's gonna be here for a while. I'm so. not allowed to. My my daughter hates it. She hates it when I shave. Hates when you like, shave. See, she, my my whole family wants me to shave it, and they want me to not shave my head. I have a feeling this is my look for the rest of my life. Yeah. I. Sure I, I. You know how it's like. I don't know if. Uh, the people in the 70s that had dads with mustaches, yeah. you know, uh, and then they they shaved it, and you're like, nope. No, it was like my Uncle Mark. I remember he showed up one time with no beard or mustache, and we were like, well, who the hell's this guy? Yeah, no, you got to. Yeah. You, sometimes you, just, you fall into something, you stick with it. That's right. All right, listen, we're going to move on over here, too. Uh, Shelby. Hey, Ring. Not sure if you're all actually talking about this. Uh, to, to tune in now, I got my son down for a nap, but here are my favorite movies. Hero, Spirited Away. Train Spotting, Mall Rats, Willow, Breakfast Club, Coraline, Secret and Secret and Nim, Ex Machina, and Inception. Great ones there, Shelby. Why? I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so they're doing a Willow series from Disney Plus. You excited about that? 
Uh, hells yeah, that might actually get me to get Disney Plus. Yeah. Oh, I knew that. I thought about you Shame. when they announced that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they when they announced that, I thought of you immediately. That's a that is a, a another. I mean, it's a great story. It's it's another one that is hard to revisit now because the CGI is just so rotten at this point. But oh, it's, but it, I love I love all the you know Harryhausen like yeah. you know yeah yeah yeah. TV. And that's always like, and the practical fight scenes and stuff like that. Like, I love that. But I will say, I saw it on the big screen. Oh no, did I lose you? No, I, oh, got, no, you. I got you. Oh, I got you. Um, so I saw it on the big screen about a year ago, and I was like, wow, I forgot about all the stuff, the kids stuff in here. Yeah. It, it, it's a movie that the, the stuff, Mad Mardigan, the stuff with Scorsia, the stuff like the adventure part, that's all great. But there's a lot of goofy, stuff for yeah. little you yeah. know what i mean and so it's like i guess as an adult it might be hard to come to now i'm gonna try to watch it with viv i'm gonna try to watch that with viv and see what she, she she likes war- no order big lebowski great oh. one the matrix mm-hmm. great one shawshank redemption oh yeah phenomenal uh fellowship of the ring empire strikes back Jeez. this is a uh it's a good list this is a good list that's, that's is- a, no i'm sorry that's a great list. <laughs> it really is that's it's an a, amazing list. phenomenal Phenomenal list. I get to tell you something. There's something about that list. I think Whiskey and Lulu love oh. that list. We got her back. I think we got her back. Oh, got you back. Oh, there All we right. go. Okay, so we lost you for a second. All right, there's Clark. All right, so top 10 reason why I hate Clark. Um, <laughs> well, let's see. We're going to get Clark back here in just a second. Here she's, oh, she's not. Not yet. No, she'll, she'll be back. She'll be back in a second. So we, we have her. We're going to bring her back in five. Four, three, two, and one. There, there she is. is. All right, Clark is back. Um, back yeah, Clark. So listen, this stream. this list was another one that just came in. It's pretty good. I wonder if this is on any of these are on your list, and if so, please go into depth on one of them. You can choose. This is from Sir Lord Attenborough, who says Big Lebowski, The Matrix, Shawshank Redemption, Fellowship of the Ring, Empire Strikes Back. Any of those on your list? Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> really? Fair enough. Um, I would I would take Pig Lebowski for a great comedy. I love that movie. The Matrix absolutely would be in there for me. Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's the one. Is that you is don't it? you don't like Shawshank Redemption? Oh, no, you're not. A, you're not a Shawshank. Well, it's because did you read the original or something? The original and no, I just, I just think, think it's whatever. <gasps> I think it's fine. You're wow. breaking my heart, Wolf. Oh, man. You know? Yeah, that's one of those ones I could... Oh, and it's just that... that. Oh, we lost her again. It's because she hates Shawshank so she much. Hates it. She's out on Shawshank. There she comes. Um, boom, 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 boom. Is that is that us or is that you? I don't know. Yeah, because we're, cause we're, we lost you again, too. But we have... Um, because now, now I can't even see you. I can I can hear you. You know, maybe I'll just leave you. Maybe I'll just leave you on as a, as audio. Can you hear you? I can hear you. Right, let's yeah. Just, let's just do that. We'll just leave you on for audio for now. Um, so yeah. So Shawshank. That was uh, that was a good one. That's a good one. Uh, you're not a big big Lebowski fan, Clark. No, my Cohen brothers' taste is like more. You know, no country. I like Hail Caesar quite a bit. Believe it or not. Oh. Um, okay. Wow. You know, Hated I, I, I like Cohen, the Cohen brothers, but I don't love Lebowski. That's fair. All right, we're gonna move on, and we're gonna go to uh, the Dutch Stoner. 
I saw the Schmo down, the Schmo's No Show during the weekend, and I loved it. I can't wait for the next stream. Sadly, I can't watch it live because of the nine-hour time difference. Love you guys, and smoke weed every day. Thank you. Um, yeah, please check it out. We'll be back on Thursday night for the old uh, Schmo's reunion. Cutter Hail. Here's my favorite movies of all time. School of Rock, Toy Story 3, Green Book, uh, Ford versus Ferrari, Original Halloween, and 2018 Halloween. Avatar, Happy Gilmore, Remember the Titans, Miracle, A Quiet Place, Back to the Future, but School of Rock is my ultimate favorite movie. Clark, any of those stand out? Back School to the- of Rock is on my list. Yes. <laughs> what do you love about you, that movie? Everything. Okay. <laughs> I That movie fills me with so much joy. Uh, it, I, think, I think the kids are great. I think the direction is great. Jack Black is great. I love the message of it. Like, it's just such a celebration of, like, being a weirdo and finding your other weirdos. I I love School of Rock. It's a good movie. And it's, uh, I remember they talked about a sequel for a long time. They actually did. Did you see the video they did where they did the reunion uh, where he, he played with them, all those kids at an actual, like, a club somewhere? I saw that that video existed, but I don't think. I saw the original. I think we're calling it a day with Clark. Um, Aww. No, I'm here. Oh, you are. I got you. Okay, we got you. So Halloween, did you, uh, original Halloween? Yeah. I mean, in terms of like slasher movies or horror movies, it's not in my favorites list, but, you know, obviously it is. You know what I prefer, actually, which predated Halloween, is Bob Clark's Black Christmas. What's that? Oh, it is so. Bob Clark directed Porky's. Yeah. Directed uh, a Christmas Story. Okay. And he made this incredible slasher movie called Black Christmas with Margot Kidder and um, Olivia Hussey. And it is uh, it, it it's a basically a, a slasher movie where a, a killer stalks a sorority house at Christmas. Wow. I think I've heard and, you talk uh, about this movie before. It's, you you know, for your, for people who are watching, and what's interesting is that allegedly Bob Clark and John Carpenter had conversations about a horror slasher movie set around a holiday. Mm. Bob Clark made Black Christmas first, but Halloween, you know, became the thing. Right. Oh, interesting. Uh, so anyway, or, or maybe, maybe... It, no, I'm pretty sure Black Christmas predates Halloween. I can't remember. But either way, right. um, for your for, for your audience who's, if they're interested in watching a, a genre movie or a slasher movie that maybe they haven't seen, that truly stands the test of time. Black Christmas Black is Christmas. it. Black Christmas, I'm right. seeing three different Black, which which one are you referring? The, the original Black Christmas. 2006? Uh, no, no, no. She's saying it came out. She said it's, it's got... 1974. Oh, okay. Oh, so, yeah, so it did so create they did, it. They it definitely remade predated a couple it. of them. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Definitely predated yeah. it. It came out in 74 because I think the first Halloween was either 77 or 78. It, so. I came out in 74. Seven, <clears throat> Black Christmas is 70. You came out in 74? Yeah, that's when, that's when <laughs> it came into the world. <laughs> it, was a good, it was a good year. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but yeah, uh, Halloween, John Carpenter's Halloween was 1978. Um, so, anyway, yes, watch Black Christmas. It's, it's excellent. Black Christmas. Uh, you had right, me at Margot Kidder. Yeah, there you go. Now you got, you got Black Margot Kidder is so good in that movie. And uh, she made that, obviously, right before she became Lois Lane, which is really fun oh, when you wow. see her performance because she is a drunk, 
vile, like foul mouth, sassy <laughs> sorority girl. I love yeah. it. And so to see her as Lois Lane a couple years later is like amazing. That is great. And speaking of which, Superman 2 probably would be up there for me. The, the you know, the, the Donner Cut is my favorite superhero movie of all so time. So good. The Donner Cut is great. Not enough people have seen that. It's really good. I love Agreed. love that movie. Uh, okay, going back to Joe Self, who says, Hey, Ring to Brett and that son of a bastard ice hole, Christian. That's from uh, Johnny Dangerously, which is also <laughs> underrated comedy. <laughs> My top two favorite movies are The Empire Strikes Back and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Mm-hmm. For the classiest of all, Clark, my favorite horror movie is The Descent. Be safe yes! and play it smart. Tell me about The Descent. Uh, the Descent is great. It's also in my top 10 favorite horror movies of all time. Uh, directed by Neil Marshall, mm-hmm. who went on to direct a bunch of great Game of Thrones episodes. Um, basically, a group of women go spelunking. They go cave, you know, cave diving. And um, stuff happens. Who's in this? Is that Hilary Swank? Nope. There's nobody in the movie that you would recognize. Um, lots of UK actors. Okay. Um, but, um, I would, my, my suggestion for anybody who hasn't heard of the descent is to watch it without knowing knowing anything about it. All right. We have to do that. I mean, he also mentioned eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, which is, uh, easily in my top 10 movies of all time. Um, I think that is a, it's, it's easily Jim Carrey's best performance ever. Uh, he is really, really subtle in that movie. He's not. He's not doing his Jim Carrey thing. He, I actually, actually think he is doing. He's doing his real Jim Carrey thing, which a lot of people didn't get to see. It doesn't don't don't get to see in real life. Yeah. You see this, and Kate Winslet is a <sighs> damn dream in this movie. Mich- uh, Michelle Gondry, the tricks and things that he does in filmmaking. The score by John Bryan. Uh, I try to watch this movie as much as possible. It's a, did you did you ever uh, get a chance to you do you like this movie, Clark? I do like it. I liked it more when I was younger, which sounds like such an old lady thing to say. (laughs) Uh, But but no, I mean, it's I I like it for what it is. Yeah. Uh, How about you, Brent? Oh, yeah. I own it. That's every time you bring it up, I might feel like I'm just chiming in. But no, I mean, that's on my top. Such a top 10. Um, All right. So Coco Cams says, I grew up watching early Jackie Chan martial arts movies, and I loved Chris Tucker as a comedian. So when Rush Hour came out, it instantly became one of my favorite movies. I love hearing all these different movies from people, and I love and it just shows how how subjective movies are in general, right? Listen to this conversation that myself, Brett, and uh, Clark are having here and the different ways that we all watch movies and the way you guys watch movies. And I love all the chime-ins, by the way. Keep chiming in with the Schmobot. Um, The streamlabs.com slash the Schmodown. Make sure that you uh, you do that for sure and, and if you want to interrupt please interrupt but we're still going through all the questions here uh, and before we get through a lot of these questions also want to remind everybody at 1230 today backstage Schmodown backstage is going to be on myself John Roca uh, Ben Bateman we're going to have Mark Andreka will call in Roxy Stryer will be calling in uh, Brad Gilmore will be calling in and then we're going to have Smets and Kaiser at the end of the show we are definitely going to cover the controversy of um of uh, Jessica, not Jack, I keep saying Jessica Alba, but uh, Idris Alba and Idris Elba. Clark, did you get a chance to watch that match? No. Okay. What happened? So it, it's a it, it's an age-old discussion. Uh, the So let me ask you a question of what you would have done in this position if you were on the table with, with Mark uh, or myself. So the question comes up, and it's uh, who plays the villain in um, 
in uh, Fast and Furious or Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. And the answer is Idris Elba. So everybody writes Idris Elba. Mark Andreco says, oh, funny story. My friend wrote this. And uh, I remember when he was cast in it, it's Idris Elba. And he spells it A-L-B-A. Um, so Riley and, uh, and Ben, they challenge it. Um, there was a full conversation about it on the, on the desk for this particular thing. And Mark Andreka was, was awarded the points. Uh, No, absolutely not. You would have said no. You would have said no. That's not his name. Wow. All right. See, so that, that, that was, this is, this is the heated, this is the heated conversation that will be happening on backstage for sure. I wish, I wish I could get you on there too. Are you going to be around at all? Today? Yeah. I might have to call you. Yeah. You're going to be around. All right. Cause, uh, we uh we are going to be uh debating. How did this. you give him that point? How <laughs> did you give him that point? Well, it was the it was the conversation on of it was I think it's a case by case thing, and I think something like Lena Headley or uh, Damien Chazelle or uh, what there's been many many times that like so Geppetto by the way Geppetto is spelt. Uh, not J A P E T O. I'm not here. I'm not here for spelling conversation. That's what I, I can't spell. Yeah, but, but Alba, as you say, Jessica Alba is a different name than Elba. I that's know. not the I, same. That's wrong. Yeah, that's I wrong. I, I, I felt in that circumstance he had the, he had the name. He maybe that to me that he presented himself. That's how he always pre- thought. Who, who said the name first? Well, he was the last one to say it. No, then absolutely not. You would have said no. If if he had been first and he put up his board and said Elba, but spelled it with an A, maybe, maybe. But but if he is chiming in later, yeah, sorry, that's wrong. All right, all right. Well, we'll have to we'll have to bring that up. We'll have to bring that up for sure. But a little, if a little. he is chiming in later, this is all. It's a, yeah, sorry. yeah. All right. Interesting. So that you heard it, you heard it first from the uh, from the commish, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna we'll, we'll be bringing that up. We'll be bringing that up on the show, and it was uh, on backstage. But the commish herself says, "Nope, shouldn't have stu- shouldn't have stood, shouldn't have been overruled." Uh, she, and 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 obviously no bias. This is this is Mark Andreco's former uh, faction mate. So she, she, this is why we love her. She calls it she calls it as it is. So see, some people see it as a spelling error. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. You can't. <laughs> That's not his name. So, oops, I spelled his name wrong. Is oops, you got his name wrong. All right. So this is this is it's, the heated conversation <laughs> continued. Um, back on over to uh, AJ Bristol. My favorite movie is Forrest Gump. I saw it when I was like ten. I can still watch it over and over and over again. Tom Hanks is great, and the humor with the history and the drama of his life is such a great story. Um, that's another really good one. Uh, R. Clay Johnson, Willy Wonka, and the Chocolate Factory. Gene Wilder's performance is what inspired me to get into acting. Uh, Willy Wonka and the Ch- Chocolate Factory. Fan Clark. Yeah. Yeah. First, I mean, it's a lot better than than uh, horrible ass uh, the Tim oh, Burton God. version. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, what a nightmare. I remember when I saw that movie in the theater, though. I was I was pissed off that they were remaking it in the first place. Yes. I didn't hate the first 10 minutes of that film. I thought the first 10 minutes of that film, for maybe 15 minutes, was actually pretty good. And I was like, well, they're actually going to pull this off. And then then Michael Jackson shows up, or, or Johnny Depp <laughs> pretending to be Michael Jackson. And I'm like, it's, this, is, this is the end. Oh. Uh, we got our, 
I don't know if we're going to get up. We get her. We might even get her on video. Hello. Okay, we got you. Okay, okay, good. Um, all right. So we had, what was, oh, there you go. We actually got you on video this time. Oh. So we, what was the last one we were talking about? Um, what did you get cut off on? Um, I, don't, I don't remember. You don't remember? I was, I was just focused, focused so much, so much on, calling on calling you back. back. That oh. I completely... <laughs> that's okay. Um, okay, so we have, we have you double. Oh, that's fun. No, it's only once. Oh, it was oh, Jackie, Jackie Chan, Chan and, 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 and Rush, Rush Hour and, and the movies, the movies we, love. we love. Okay, it's Jack, Jackie Chan. Okay, so Jackie Chan uh, and the uh, and Rush Hour. So we had we had a couple other ones that, that popped in. Garth Harkness McMurray says, "Hey, Ring, my favorite movies are Casablanca, original Star Wars trilogy, The Princess Bride, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Last Crusade, Blade Runner, Winter Soldier, Captain America: The First Avenger, Highlander, and Flash Gordon. I love the Flash Gordon call." It's uh, it's it's that's another one that's just it's, it's pretty uh overall it's a pretty terrible movie but I love it. I, I love Flash Gordon. I love it. I, I'm so, I'm so surprised that they that movie they haven't been able to crack like that that one's screaming for a remake. It's screaming for a remake and they haven't they haven't done it. So. Oh oh yeah she just we lost. Sorry her. earbuds. Yeah earbuds. Yep yep yep. Okay um. All right, so now we get on over to Sir Lord Attenborough again. What's your favorite John Hughes movie? Mine is Uncle Buck. So good. That might be my favorite John Hughes movie, to be honest with you. On Breakfast Club? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Bre- yeah. All the way with Breakfast Club. Yeah. I would, I would, say, uh, I would say Uncle Buck, to me, is, is my favorite. Oh, yeah. Over Breakfast Club? Yeah. I really like Breakfast Club a lot, but I think, um, yeah, not, not to me. Not to me. It's, a, it's Uncle Buck is just so good. I'm waiting for Clark to get her. her Clark's going to put her earbuds in. I'll wait for you, Clark. Yeah, I'll wait. I'll, I can hear her. Just waiting for you to put your uh, earbuds in. Yeah, we'll just be quiet until I'm, you do that. Yeah, we're going to wait. We're just going to be quiet. We're, gonna be quiet. we're not going to say anything. <laughs> that's, that's how we do it we're on not, the radio. We're not going to say anything. We're just going to be quiet. Okay. 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 How, okay. About, how about now? Much better. Do you, so do you have a you have a favorite John Hughes movie? Yes. Yes. Ferris uh, uh, Bueller's Day, Day Oh, man. Man, I don't know. You might have just changed my mind. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely Ferris I think it's also aged the best. Yeah, um, you know, you know. So, so I, I, and I, and Matthew Broderick is, is so great, great in, that in that movie. Shoot, all right, fine. Clark's Clark, Clark's right. It's it's, <laughs> my, it's my uh, it's my first, and then Uncle Buck is second. Uh, all right, let's get back over to uh, well. So Schlong along a ding. Oh. Uh, also put in uh, a Schmobot. Thank you, Logan James Kiniston. My personal favorite film of all time is one I feel doesn't get mentioned an awful lot, and it's Johnny Depp in Blow. What is everyone's thoughts on it? I love everything from the true story, the acting, soundtrack, everything. Thank you for everything. Uh, I think it's a really good movie. I wouldn't put it in my personal favorites, but again, this is that that's your list. Um, I own it, and then it's uh, I love it. You love it. So yeah. tell me about it. I just I just think it, w- it was a great film, and I I don't know. There's I, I have a collection of DVDs that actually I w- would go to um, whenever the person that we were stealing cable from would move out, and the new person would move in. Yeah. <laughs> um. And so we had to watch all our DVDs, and it was Tannenbaum's Blow. We had a few of them that, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's and it's a, it's just a heart wrenching story of it you is. know so you know the the well you want another heart wrencher another heart wrencher Matt Ch- Matt Chapman's first one is his favorite all time movie is Dead Poet Society. When I was 13, my favorite uncle showed it to me, and it completely changed my worldview. It was the first time I truly understood what it meant to think for myself and be told I was allowed to do so. It's a powerful movie, uh, and it's a very sad movie. Um, but do you, are you a, are you a uh, Dead Poets Society fan there, Clark? No. I've never, I've seen, never seen it, seen it really? actually. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's a good one. 
No, you no, know, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I haven't, haven't seen it, seen it be, on purpose. It's not that I haven't seen it on purpose. You know what I mean? It's just like it never came up, came up. And also, I think now I'm at the point where I do know that it's so sad. It's like it's like a famous sad movie, or emotional movie. Yeah, it's emotional. I, I, can't, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. Right, right now, now, I can understand, but it is. It also. But, but he's right, though. Matt Chapman's right. It, it is. It's very inspiring. Mm-hmm. It's very inspiring to kind of. I believe, I believe that. that. Yeah. So it's uh, and especially it's 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 f and it's definitely even a little bit more sad now when you watch it with Robin Williams, obviously. But um, it, yeah, it's a it's a really good movie. Sir Lord Attenborough favorite sci-fi movies: Matrix, Blade Runner, Alien, two thousand and one, Space Odyssey, Dark City, and Twelve Monkeys. It's so funny because Dark City and Matrix. I've, Dark City was is the original Matrix. Dark City. Mm. Dark City is an is a fantastic movie. I remember seeing that movie in, in, when I was in college and like just saying, "What was that that I just saw?" Rufus Silwell is so good in that movie. Um, and then, do you, have you ever seen that one, Clark? Dark City. I think I saw it a long time ago. It's a trivia question for you. You get a five pointer. Who plays the Who plays the the crazy scientist? That no, I don't know. Do you remember that one? In darks, I don't know. I don't know. Keith or Southern. Keith, mm. Keith, my man, Keith. Yeah, man, and uh, it's it's so it's so good. Uh, that's a good one for people to check out. I mean, obviously, Matrix. Uh, Anthony Colston. I'm donating because Clark is here. Oh. Hopefully, sending the wolf is coming back. What's going on mm. with sending the wolf? Well, especially, well, especially uh, uh, as, 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 as I'm sure your audience is seeing, is seeing how technical difficulties are. They're a challenge in this in this in world. This world. Um, um, sending, sending the wolf is on hold right for right now. There are, there are two, two seasons where there are 60 episodes. A lot of the movies that we're talking about today, I've heard I did The Matrix with Andrew Guy, you and I did Raiders of the Lost Ark, and so on. So on. So, um, but, you know, you know, I, at the beginning of this year, I decided that I really wanted to dedicate all of my additional time to writing and to working on my career as an actor. And so I decided sorry you have, when you called back in you had to get rid of your echo your echo's gone uh no yeah absolutely uh and then um it, it's good that you're doing that and it's also because so you know what's funny is that i saw some what, what's the horror film that you were in you were in a, you were in a movie that i saw a trailer for satanic panic yes what is that available people can watch it, it it is actually. It's available. It's streaming exclusively on Shutter. Okay. And mm. um, Shutter is doing a really cool promotion right now, where if you use the code Shut In, um, you can get thirty days free. Tons of cool, weird, fun content on there. But um, but and Satanic Panic is on there as well. I see. Uh, I don't know what's going on with this. This free? is really this is really weird today. This uh, this stream is like it keeps it keeps like interrupting going back to this i'm so i'm so tired of this today. i'm so tired <laughs> i'm so tired of this i'm gonna but we, we we figured i thought it's been a great discussion we have a lot of good chats about it but it's just you're right technology stinks but uh make sure you guys don't don't mess around and go check out support clark wolf and support yeah. her her uh go and you can listen to old episodes of saying the wolf and check out satanic panic she's working on a lot of good stuff and uh we're glad to have her on the show so let's uh let's move on over here we're going to go back on over to uh, Big Beck, who brought in brought up Predator, which I love. Predator is one of my favorite action movies of all time. Do you ever hear this ridiculous take that John Roca has about Predator? No. He says it's a B movie. Well, 
I mean, a B movie has a legit, not to, not to become like William Bibiania and you, uh, no, I mean that in the best way possible. Cause he actually has a really good thread about what a B movie is. Yeah. And, um, a B movie in cinematic terms isn't necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, uh, what it's... is what is Roca trying to say by saying it's a B movie? So B movie to me, my is it's it's it doesn't have a big budget. It doesn't have a uh, it doesn't have it doesn't really have Hollywood behind it, right? Right, as far as the the studio and and it doesn't have big actors. It doesn't. It's this movie had the biggest action star in the world in the in the movie. It had John McTiernan, who was a pretty big director. It had money behind it it was a big budget action film for the time of the so it's 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 not a b movie he's trying to say that it's like a sh- a bit of a schlocky monster movie that's what i think mm-hmm. that's what that's that's what i got out of it but i mean I, you know we've had this conversation with him a couple different times but it's it's it to me is not it is not that well i mean it it's i agree with i mean well First of all, factually, what you're saying is correct. It had Hollywood behind it, obviously. Right. Um, but in terms of it being a more silly monster movie, I mean, I, I don't think that that's necessarily wrong, but really? I also don't think that that's a bad thing. I don't consider that yeah. a knock. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I th- and I, and so, But I think Predator is a lot of fun. My dad always loved Predator. It's a good one. Uh, I really like it. So... Moving over, yeah. I don't know what's going on today. For some reason, the stream, there's like five different versions of this stream. I don't know what's happening today, but we'll we'll we're just going with it. Um, and then Sugar Gum, who says all time favorite movies for me are Stand by Me, Prisoner of Azkaban. And there's this movie called The Fall. I've seen The Fall. It's a really good movie, starring Lee Pace. That is gorgeous and heartbreaking. Clark, my favorite horror movie is The Faculty. Oh, the faculty is so fun. It's a good one. Um, that's the, with all the that's with the alien teachers, right? Yep. Robert yeah. Rodriguez yeah. directed. Kevin Williamson wrote. Right. Josh Hartnett. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Josh Hartnett. I remember. I remember. Um, and I don't know how I ever even said this yet, but Rocky, Rocky Two. Those are some of my all time favorites. Cutter Hale. A couple of movies I forgot, but I love. One of them's underrated, which is The Man from Uncle. It's my favorite Guy Ritchie movie from acting to action, to dialogue, and comedy. But a couple, couple others for me are Ready Player One, Endgame, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. These are recent ones. Mm. Um, and, and a little little controversial. Uh, not, not, not many. I don't think I've, you're going to hear a lot of people say uh, Ready Player One. For, uh, but good on you. I've, I, I liked Ready Player One, but a lot of people hate that movie. Where do you stand on that movie, Clark? I haven't didn't seen like, it. Oh, you didn't see it? Okay. Nah. Okay. I'm all set. <laughs> I'm all set. <laughs> I haven't seen it either. Yeah, I like it. David A. Hey, everyone. I know times are tough, but if anyone can afford, there's a local LA organization helping uh, BOH employees that have been laid off and can't receive unemployment. Please, please check out Instagram.com uh, slash knows without you, N O U S without you. Even a reshare helps. Well, thank you, David A. And thank you for sharing that. Sir Lord Attenborough says, my favorite Spielberg movie to me is E.T., mm-hmm. Jurassic Park, and Saving Private Ryan are two and three, respectively. Minority Report, also great, and I believe underrated. There you go. Anybody have any? Uh, I love, yeah, I love Minority Report. I haven't yeah. seen it in a long time. It yeah. was pretty smart. I do not care for Minority Report. No? How come? Cut her feed. Cut her feed right now. <laughs> <laughs> Cut her mic. Yeah. Um, 
It's just not for me. I don't I don't find it as remarkable or as compelling as as most do. However, my unpopular opinions is uh, I love War of the Worlds. I love Steven Spielberg's War of the Worlds. I think it's excellent. Wow. Okay. War of the Worlds. You know what? I don't love that movie overall. But what I will say about that movie is that I believe that the the initial attack from the aliens is one of the most horrific, scary things. That mm-hmm. sound. I remember seeing that in the theater and just being like having like I don't get scared often in movies. I was terrified. And I think it's also because it was like 2005 when that film came out and it wasn't that hey, attention. Whoever you are, this channel is reserved for emergency calls. Only no fucking shit. Lady. Do I sound like I'm ordering a pizza? Die hard. Oh, Clark definitely wants to talk about die hard. Clark, let's talk about die hard. What about die hard? Has there ever been a question in the schmodown about die hard? <laughs> Christian, there haven't been enough questions about Die Hard. How many questions about Die Hard? One thousand. Your- <laughs> there have been, you know, in round one we do family, comedy, action, adventure. I don't know how Die Hard has not become a round one category. Well, Sam Levine point. would love that. Um, yeah, he would. Oh man. Yeah, uh, Die Hard's a great one. Thank you. For I do that. love Die Hard, by the way. I love the first one. Yeah. And just because I haven't, you know, committed the entire fucking franchise <laughs> to memory. <laughs> so good. Good Eric, for you. Yeah, that's right. Eric Norwegian put in a schmobot. Thank you. So did Blade Hawk. Anthony Colston. It always feels so weird to say because the movie's so recent. But my favorite movie is Whiplash. Before that is Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, Dude, I, Whiplash. I get, a, Whiplash is a great movie, man. It's a great yeah. movie. Yeah, um, it's another. It's a really good one, and I got to see it again because I, I really I remember it knocking me off my ass when I saw it for the oh, first yeah. time. Curtis Lopez, my favorite all time is The Lion King. Ever Aww. ever since I was a little boy, the characters, the story, the songs, the animation, the message resonated with me, and it got me through hard times. I've seen it a billion times. He's of course talking about the John Favreau version. Yes. <laughs> ever since he was a little boy, last summer, Nolan movies, right. and also my longtime favorite movies overall. Looking forward to seeing Schmodown backstage later on. Much love to our Schmodown commission.